Hello, and welcome to the Ageless Wonders podcast. We are coming to you almost live from beautiful Santa Monica, California. My name is Todd Gimble, and I'm here with... Jonye Lockett. I will be the other half of the Ageless Wonders podcast, and we appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to our first episode of this show. But first, we've got to talk about why we're here and what we're doing. Yeah. Well, first of all, for those of you who are in the know... Uh, while this is our first episode, we did an amazing first episode that was never <laughs> captured on tape at all. Uh, it will be forever lost. And, and no, it won't be ever for lost. We're gonna we're gonna look back on that and realize how poor we were when we started that's this true. thing. That's true. We got a long way to go, but we're starting out. And uh, let's start out with like just talking about who we are. My name is Todd Gimble. Uh, I am uh, a gentleman in my early sixties. Uh, I live here in California, in Santa Monica, uh, and I've been here for about three years. But uh, before that, uh, I've lived in several different places. Going back to the beginning, I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so I am a big fan of the uh, the tri the triumvirate of teams: Packers, Bucks, and Brewers. Always all things uh, Milwaukee, all Wisconsin. things Milwaukee. Okay. Even though I don't live there anymore and haven't lived there for a long time. Uh, but moved around, went to a, a college in Wisconsin, uh, and not at Wisconsin, but at a Division three school called Lawrence University, where I warmed the bench uh, in varsity soccer uh, and did happen to score a couple of goals, which I will talk about hey, later. You go. At my, least you were scoring. In my, in my career, I was scoring more on the field, which was still that not that much. Uh, and uh, I went to law school after that, practiced law for a while. Uh, and then got into the world, uh, the corporate world, where I held jobs with a bunch of different companies uh, in places like Washington, D.C. Uh, I lived in Cincinnati for a while, and uh, I did government relations and corporate affairs. And I, in 2006, I had the opportunity to take my, uh, my trade uh, over to Asia, and I moved to Singapore for what I thought was going to be two years. My man's global. And stayed there for... 13 years. Wow. And Wait, you were supposed to be there for how long? Two? Two years. And it turned into 13. Turned into 13. Uh, I went with wife number one, now crazy ex-wife, uh, found beautiful and wonderful wife number two. Oh, yeah. We love wife number two. <laughs> She's the best. And, uh, and I also uh, uh, adopted my son from there. So uh, while I'm here in California, there still is a real excellent Singaporean touch in our family. Uh, our very diverse family. Uh, my wife, Hani, is a Muslim. I'm a, a Jewish boy. And my son, Sanjay, is uh, biologically by birth a, a Muslim, uh, uh, not a Muslim, he's a Hindu and Sikh kid. Uh, so we got, you know, world peace issues we can solve at our dinner. Very table. global. Very global in this household. That is uh, for sure. And so I came back here to L.A. three years ago. Uh, and it's been amazing. And uh, uh, I am now actually... Uh, between opportunities, although I've got some really interesting job stuff going on, uh, and we can talk about that at some point in time. Uh, but enough about me. Let me turn it over to my amazing younger Ageless Wonder partner, <laughs> Yeah, the, the, not, not much younger, as I am uh, creeping up on age 50 myself. It's right right around the corner. But yes, um, again, Jonye Lockett, and I am a SoCal native, born and raised here in Beautiful, uh, sunny Southern California. I uh, grew up in the San Fernando Valley. Um, and very similar to Todd, I love all things L.A. sports. So diehard Lakers, Dodgers, all that fun stuff. Um, can't really say that about the NFL teams because they haven't been here very long. Um, 
but similar to you, played all kinds of sports as a kid growing up and was fortunate enough to also play at a very small college in Jackson, Tennessee, Lambeth University, where I made some great friends and probably one of the, the most fun experiences that I had um, uh, getting away from Los Angeles for a few years. And, and that then, was real football, like that D- was real football. D2, yeah, D2, yeah, yeah. So we uh, we had we, we had some good yeah we had some <laughs> we had some good runs there, and and I was fortunate enough to play very well, uh, uh, defensive back, and and um, started a few years out there, and uh, won a conference championship, went to the um, uh, the final four, and uh, almost made it to a national championship before we got bounced out of a very cold uh, Pennsylvania in early December, which I don't wish upon anybody. But but you, hey, I'm you, in Milwaukee. Yeah, I was just, just going to say, uh, here I am, the SoCal kid, complaining about cold weather to a guy from Milwaukee. Yeah, but, but you notice I haven't lived there in like 30 years. There's a reason why you went to Singapore. <laughs> yes, that is very true. So um, anyhow, I came back and uh, I had kind of a, a dual career, if you will. So I was not always a trainer and sports performance coach. I actually started my career in um, finance, did that for a year after I came back from college, and then stumbled into the world of broadcast media advertising, where I worked at several different ad agencies, started my career working on Disney Touchstone Motion Pictures, launching their movies, and then went to the sales side where I was uh, representing uh, companies like Tribune, Fox, CBS, ABC, and selling uh, television advertising. And it was during those latter years where I realized that my health was taking a turn for the worst um, from being peak uh, condition athlete into couch potato, late night dinner, having um, entertaining uh, executive. And because I have had a significant amount of health issues in my family, those things started to manifest themselves with, um, uh, in my own right. Uh, also was married, divorced, and now remarried again. I have two beautiful kids, a daughter from my previous marriage, son from my current marriage. And um, like you, we are kind of like the Brady Bunch of, uh, of our household as well. So we'll get into uh, all that fun stuff and relationships and raising kids. Um, but most importantly, we actually came together from uh, my years post-broadcast uh, media. And when I went and decided to open my company, Lockdown Athletics, and started training full time. And so your son actually came out to join our football skills camp uh, right. called Compete Forever that I'm a part of. Shout out to Coach Jimmy Macris. A good Wisconsin boy. Yeah, that's right. Another good Wisconsin boy. Um, but yeah, Sanjay got the invite, heard about it uh, from uh, his school when he was uh, still in middle school. And um, I was working with him and... We just wanted to get him faster because he was interested in running track and getting into football. So I started working with Sanjay individually, and then um, you took a liking to wanting to get yourself in shape as you were working for Herbalife at the time, um, but weren't quite in the most uh, peak condition. Well, <laughs> and, and to your to your point, so <clears throat> I have always been the kind of guy who loves sports, loves to stay active, but as I got into more and more serious jobs, it was difficult to find the time to do that, find partners to do things with. Uh, But a long time ago, I started uh, the idea of having a trainer, uh, partially because having someone who knows what they're doing uh, really helped focus me on what I need to be doing to get fit. Uh, And I've been fortunate enough to have a bunch of really good trainers. Uh, For me, the motivation sometimes to staying in shape is that I'm paying someone and I'm going to be there because if I'm not, I can find a hundred reasons not to work out. Uh, I had an amazing 
couple trainers before I moved to Singapore. I had a great trainer in Singapore. And then just by that happenstance of you training Sanjay, uh, I remember one day I said, hey, do you do adults? And you said, of course I do. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which is where I started. I actually started with adults um, that were very similar to me. They're all, for the most part, professional parents uh, that have just a busy schedule. And, you know, as, as life goes on, the health tends to take a back seat to all the activities between work and social life and raising kids and then all of their activities as they get older. So um, what I set out to do is really kind of bring that back to a holistic approach and let people and remind people that none of the other things can really operate, uh, uh, operate efficiently without your health. Yep. As if your health is poor and you're always tired and you're in a bad mood and all those different things, at some point it will start to show up and manifest itself in either an illness, an injury, uh, things like that. And it definitely has done that with my family, which we'll definitely d- dive into some of those things as the podcast goes on and, uh, and share some of those challenges that I went through, which actually drove me to becoming a coach full time, starting with uh, the loss of my father and dealing with some of the mental health issues surrounding that same window and, and, and raising kids and all that stuff. So we're no different than most of the people that we expect to listen to this show. He says, we don't, don't want to lead any sort of facade because the reality is life is hard and everybody has challenges. No matter what you look like, how much money you have or don't have, there are things that we can all do on a daily basis to try to navigate those things the best we can. And that's why we're here to kind of talk about it and some of the fun banter that uh, that we've learned along the way um, and, and having fun to create the lifestyle that we like. Yeah. So we've been working out together for like two and a half years. Two and a half now. Yeah. Right before, uh, right before the, the, right, the, sh- the shutdown. Right before the shutdown. And fortunately, uh, we kept going during the shutdown because we were working at a, at a gym that had a great outside space. Yes, indeed. Uh, and we kept our distance. Uh, and honestly, for me... Uh, those workouts were really, you know, one of the keys to staying sane during the pandemic, to getting out of the house, to sweating a little bit, to having that, that interaction with a human being that wasn't, you know, living in the house with me. Sure. Uh, and we learned, A, that we got along great together and that we had some excellent workouts together. And, what, and, and you can't see on this podcast, but uh, my... My body, my weight, my muscle to fat ratio, where while it isn't where I want it to be, it is a heck of a lot better than where it was a couple of years ago. And it's I mean, you want it well for sixty three, my man. It's and, all good. Well, I could, I could still, uh, you know, I could, I can hold my own. You hold your own, and you're throwing hands. Now we're boxing now, yeah, and all that fun stuff. Now today we did some <laughs> boxing, and I did like a ten punch combination. <laughs> I got about eight of them right <laughs> sometimes. But so we've been doing this, this working out. And then we, we, we realized that, hey, we both have kind of similar backgrounds in a yeah, way. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. Uh, we both, uh, we, we end up being each other's uh, friend and therapist, and we both love music, we both love sports, we both love TV and movies, and, and our, our points of references are, are actually similar. Yeah. And, and like using music as an example, you know, we're 10 years apart in age, but that age gap is spanned by a couple different things. And maybe you can talk about why you and I have a, a bigger overlap. Yeah, it was kind of do. interesting because yeah, whenever we got into a music conversation, um, somehow like the music in the background in the gym, a song would come on and, 
and Todd would tell the story like, oh, man, I remember we're going to see them, yada, yada, yada. And I would recognize the song and be like, wow, that takes me back to when I was a kid. So my sister is 12 years older than me, which puts her right in the same age bracket with you. So all of the stuff that you were listening to during your your younger years was the same music that my sister was listening to with all of her friends. And I was the annoying little brother chasing (laughs) her around listening to all that music. So everything from disco to soft rock, hard rock, pop, um, new age, new wave, jazz, like all those different things is very uh, ironic that he and I listen to all the same genres of music and, and recognize all the same albums and artists. The, the difference is he actually saw all of, a lot of these people when I was still running around in short shorts and high socks. That's true. But the, but the flip side of that is there was kind of a handoff. So I saw a lot of really excellent stuff and I had this great opportunity because back when I was in my late teens, early 20s, uh, my dad was on the board of the convention center in Milwaukee, and that was uh, the Milwaukee Arena where the Bucks and other teams played, uh, was part of that. And he had four permanent tickets, and every concert that was there, uh, I usually went. That's amazing. So I got to see, you know, Run DMC. I saw The Grateful Dead. I saw The Police. I saw. Let me say you saw Houdini. Didn't you say? Did tell me you saw Houdini, Houdini, which was one of my favorite uh, hip hop you know, artists. I, as a I kid. got to see all this hip hop. I saw the. I saw. Uh, what was the band uh, Bobby Brown was in back? Oh, in uh, New Edition. New Edition when they were little boys, huh. and so I had this Amazing. great exposure to stuff. I listened to a lot of music. I loved jazz. I loved uh, new wave. I, I loved soul and, and funk. And one of the other funny things that we notice when we're when we're listening to the music that's playing at the gym is we'll hear a song come on, and and Coach will know like who's doing it. It'll be some hip hop thing that I've never heard of, but. The sampling will be like a song that I remember the original. Right. We're like, hey, that's isn't that like the sample from Fire from like this song? Like, right. Yeah, but that's so and so. Like yeah. guys, I've never heard of. Absolutely. You know. <laughs> yeah. So good. Matter of fact, when um, during the pandemic, uh, like anybody who's who uses Instagram uh, will, will you know, would use that as, as their entertainment piece. And so, uh, Questlove from the group, um, the Roots. Did a did a set one day where he was playing today's version of a song, and then he would loop it with the original back from like the '60s, '70s, and '80s. It was absolutely amazing. So, if you hear this beeping going on in the background, that is because we have a patio door open, and um, we're not going to pull any punches here, guys. We're just going to have fun, and and if you hear it, hopefully it stops sometime soon. But anyway, yeah, we would listen. One of the benefits of being in beautiful Southern California is that it's always sunny and it's always nice and the windows and doors are always open. That's it. Uh, and uh, there's always a truck or a sports car or something going by. There's always something uh, But you know what? That little noise will be nothing compared to the amazing uh, <laughs> insights that we share. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But, yeah, so we, uh, we did a little workout earlier today, got our, got our boxing in, had some lunch and decided, you know what, today's going to be the day. Let's go ahead and just sit down and rec- record this podcast. So if it sounds a little off the cuff, that's because it is. But we decided that we we're just going to do it. Um, we will definitely have some more structure as we go along because we want to uh, definitely just kind of circling back, talk about uh, just aging well. That's really yeah. what it comes down to and why the, the topic of the podcast is called The Ageless Wonders. And as we get older, as you and I were actually talking about earlier today during our session, some of the challenges that I personally dealt with, with um, not only my own health, but watching my parents age. You know, I lost my, 
my father um, seven years ago, almost exactly seven years ago, to a massive heart attack, uh, which was almost exactly two months after my son was born. Um, dealt with some mental health issues with my daughter during that exact same window. So those were the craziest two months of my entire life. And it was about six months later where I decided that I was going to hang up the, uh, the tie and the briefcase and dedicate my life to helping other adults and families navigate some of the challenges that, that we all, we all uh, deal with, which is stress, understanding uh, what, what is, is the best diet for us, not that there's any best diet. So you're never going to come here and hear me say that you got to be paleo, you got to be keto, you got to be this, that, and the other. No, they all work. It just depends on which one works, which works for, for you, you. Yeah, yeah. and which one can you stick with long enough to see it through. And well, and that's been one of the, the cool things about working out with you, because I, I will say that since we started uh, working out, uh, uh, you are now also continuing to train my son, you're training my wife, you're training a couple of her friends, uh, you're training our, our friend Anton, who's like in a different age group and in a different... Yeah, he's, the, one right, now he's and, the next generation behind me and, now. And so we have all these people who go to Joinier's training, and he does, you know, sim- same kind of theory, but everyone does something different to get where they need to go. There's no one-size-fits-all. There's no, like, you go to him and you start with this, and then you do that, and then you do this. No, we all, like, we've been back to back to back, and everyone walks away with a little different workout sure. because we need different things. Well, absolutely, because you got to take into account that you, you're, you're, you're older, um, honey, yeah, yeah you're, you're older. I didn't call you old now. I just said older. I'm, I'm your oldest. <laughs> I did leave the, uh, the oldest person you're training. Um, let's see. I think Dan, you <laughs> might be. No, yeah. <laughs> the first guy died. Um, no, <laughs> actually, I, I believe you have Dan by a year. So my, the next one under you is 62. Ah, he's a baby. He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a young spry, young, young chicken. But anyway, um, but then, then there's Anton who's, you know, he's 33, um, high-end realtor, busy is, 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 is all hell. He's got a little girl, uh, and he's a, a former a world-class tennis player, formerly ranked tennis player. So um, his training is different than yours. And, which is different from my is, unmotivated teenager who you have to yes, yell at. Which, <laughs> which, is, uh, which is definitely... Uh, more, Definitely far more uh, robust than what we give for Sanjay, who likes to game and sit on the couch and, and eat Cheetos. But um, but the point is, there's no one size fits all. That's really what it comes down to. And so being able to meet people where they are, I think, is really, really important. So um, and, and like the way that I trained, I spent several years of when when my health was really starting to take a turn for the worst. That's when I actually found CrossFit. So um very good friend of mine was actually opening a CrossFit gym. This was 2009. And I ended up uh, during that during that time was actually the, the, the middle of the Great Recession. So I had ended up leaving the agency that I was at at the time to help him launch that and was the GM and head coach. And so he and I were tag teaming, you know, anywhere between 15 and 18 uh, classes a week uh, on top of trying to just build the um, the gym membership capacity of the, of the gym. But um, what I come to find out is when I went back to media after that, it was the same cycle. And it was the stress and it was the early mornings and getting the kids to school and the late night dinners and, and the sales meetings and diet went out the window. So what I figured out is integration. It, it, is really, it really matters. How you integrate healthy habits into your daily life 
not balance. A lot of time we hear that, that term balance. You got to have balance here and this, that, and the other. No, you got to integrate the right things into your, into your lifestyles. For example, my wife is, uh, is, is sitting at, at the desk at home every day on Zoom calls for hours on hours and hours on end. And sometimes she just can't get away just because her, her, uh, her job requires her to be there. And I'll just tell her, sometimes you've got to get up and just go, go for a walk around the block, 10 minutes, yep. and then come back and dive right back into your next call if you need to. But it's little simple things like that that I don't think people really embrace because it's an all or nothing is how we've been taught and how we've been indoctrinated to think. And it doesn't have to be an hour-long class or getting to a gym for a, a grimy, sweaty workout. It can be anything from 10 to 15 minutes and utilizing little chunks of time to integrate them into your life. But I also, I'm a big fan of the grimy, sweaty workouts. Agreed. I'm the same way. Yeah, I, I, I am fact, 100% the same way. I'm a little grimy way. and sweaty now because we came back right after my workout. But, but to your point, everybody needs something else. And as you and I have been talking for the last two and a half years about, you know, the, the common thread is, is fitness and health and uh, what we're doing in that space and what our families are doing. But, you know, there's so many other topics that we hit on. And I think one of the things that you and I both agree on is that part of being healthy is having the right attitude and, and not being too serious. Absolutely. Having a sense of humor and, and being interested in stuff like sports and in music and current uh, events and things art, like that. Art, whatever it is, yeah. 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 Just and, having and, another outlet, really. And those outlets, that kind of rounding, I, I think you know, being rounded in that way is so much better than, we were talking about it the other day, about like parents who push their kids into one sport and then all they're doing from age, you know, five to 15, it's like playing tennis or something. Right. Those kids burn out and they're not getting the rounded life. And they may end up in worse shape than someone who did a bunch of different things and didn't focus on one. Thing. It's true. That's actually a really good point. We'll definitely be doing some episodes on that exact thing is a sports special, early sports specialization within kids because it's interesting a lot. Interest, interestingly enough, that's how I started coaching kids. Um, when I left media and I had joined a physical therapy practice here in Santa Monica, there were far too many kids coming through the door, but I didn't understand why because I hadn't really studied the, the, the scope of youth sports since I had stopped playing it myself. And it turned out that most kids now are way different than when you and I were kids. Yep. We played everything all year long. Yeah, and we'd come home from school. And we would literally be doing whatever was in season until we got called in. Whether And I, I was, for a while, I went to high school in Massachusetts. So we'd come home from school. We'd play street hockey. We'd play basketball. We'd play touch football. We'd just run around, ride our bikes. You know. That's it. We would literally be, the, our moms would have to call us in for dinner uh, or when it's dark. And then that was our entertainment. Yep. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have... Uh, the internet. We didn't you have, played. Yeah, you went out it was and very just free play. We did indoor play. Sure, <laughs> sure. It was outdoor free play, and mine, mine was was very similar. It was uh, football in the street, over the line, baseball, oh, yeah. ba- pick up basketball, hopping the fence at the school after school was closed. Uh, it was all those different things. So, and and then we would also play our, our organized sports each year. Like football doesn't play all year long. There's right. only a, right. a set schedule for for football. And then it was basketball season. And then it was baseball season, soccer. But 
Yes, sometimes those sports uh, kind of ran up against each other, depending on if you're playing a spring or a fall, fall sport. But what we've come to see now is little Johnny and Sally show a little bit of promise at eight or nine years old, and mom and dad wants to turn them into Mia Hamm or LeBron James. Yeah. So they put them in every clinic and every travel team in addition to their regular team. So they're playing that one sport year-round for five, six, seven years without any speed training or actual strength training to help them deal with the, the physiological changes that they're going through. Yeah, to be rounded. To be rounded as an athlete, yeah. right. Yeah. There's you have a, like one big right arm because you're just a pitcher. That's it. It's well, not going to help you. And, and to that exact point, it's like the, 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 the shoulder and the arm only has so many good quality throws in it. And if you're throwing all year long, then you're also going to deal with imbalances. And with those imbalances come injuries at some point. See, and that's why I'm not injured very much because I have not used the capacity of anybody. No, you're just now <laughs> turning 12 years old in your training. I've got so much years. left. I, I, you can like put me in an intense program now, and I might be able to play high school <laughs> sports. Do you have any eligibility years. left? I have, I have some college eligibility. I definitely, right. you know, I have no... I haven't signed any pro contracts. SM, SMC, I think, needs, uh, <laughs> needs some help down there. So, you know. Senior league. That's it. But, um, but I, ideally, that's uh, – so we'll be talking about a lot about that as well because I know a lot of parents um, are dealing with that in their own household where they have kids that um, are specialists and they might be dealing with burnout. And that's the other thing that, uh, that comes with it is the burnout. Is I personally have had five kids in the last two years drop out of their sport before they've gotten to high school because they were just burnt out. They didn't want they to do it anymore. anymore. They didn't right? want to play anymore. Yeah, because yeah. you're not playing for the parents. Yeah, that's and, it. And I, I, look, I I played tennis. I was never spectacular, but I played, my parents gave me lessons. I learned. I played in some tournaments, and I played in middle school, and then I played on the high school team. And by the time I got to college, I was I could have probably walked on to the college team because I was in Division three. but I was like, I don't really want to play tennis. And I literally stopped playing for like, 15 years. Yeah. And then I picked it up again much later because, wow, this is fun. I like this. Sure. Uh, and, and I wasn't even one of those driven kids. I was in the middle somewhere. Right. I can imagine, like, these these kids who have been in, you know, baseball, like, 365 days a year right. for 10 years. Yep. I mean, sometimes it works out. Sure. Uh, 100% and, and, does. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but... You're open to injury, you're open to burnout, and you're open to like missing out on a lot of other stuff in your life. Totally. There's a really good book that came out um, about a year or two ago written by uh, Tommy John Tommy John Jr. So for those of you that are baseball fans out there that recognize the name Tommy John and recognize what's called Tommy John surgery. Yep. So Tommy John, the, the pitcher, um, tore a ligament in his elbow, and he had the very first of this type of surgery to repair it and then come back and continue and to be, play on be good. and be yeah. successful. Right. So they call it Tommy John surgery. Anyhow, his, his son is a, is a high level physical therapist down in uh, San Diego. I believe he's in San Diego. Anyhow, read his book and he actually talked a lot about this. He has a great book. Um, I'll, I'll make sure that, uh, that I grab it and we, we do an episode on that because uh, the, the information that he shares in there is, Basically, what we're we're talking about right now, and how certain kids should physically be at certain points during their adolescence while they're playing these sports. And when he was doing baseline testing for these kids from the mobility, stability in their trunk and their hips, uh, range of motion in their shoulders, all of them were failing. 
but they're playing on three and four different teams all year long. But they're not getting that all around. Yeah, but they're not because they're not getting their their all around uh, training. Um, They're getting skills training, but they're not getting fitness and performance training because they're staying within the scope of that one sport. So, so that's like a great rabbit hole that we will go down. For sure. And I think when it comes to our Ageless Wonders show, podcast, you know, we've got all these different topics we're going to cover and we're going to have guests on. And, and we're lucky because between uh, Joanie and I, you know, we know a lot of people. We yeah, also we'll try to get some fun guests yeah, on we'll here for you guys. Yeah, we have some fun guests. We're in California. If we get more than 10 listeners, we might even be able to get some big <laughs> names. You've... You've trained some some celebrities. I, I have. I, mean, I know you're bashful about that, but tell us I a know. I've been. Mean, it's. Uh, I know. I don't talk about it too much. I think I've only posted one of them. But yeah, I have. I've been fortunate enough to work with with quite a few. I worked with uh, Jennifer Garner a couple of years ago, prepping her for uh, her peppermint film. I uh, worked with Michelle Pfeiffer for a little bit as she was coming off of uh, uh, rehabbing. Uh, rehabbing a foot injury. James Corden spent some time with him um, before, uh, pre, pre-pandemic. And me. And yeah, and uh, <laughs> Todd, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Todd Gimble. My but body he, of work. Yeah, he's got a great podcast called The Ageless Wonders <laughs> that, uh, uh, oh. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, there's been a couple, um, couple, couple names that I've had a chance, fortunate, been fortunate to, yeah, that I've had a chance to work with, but um, yeah, which has been great. And every single one of them have been um, so awesome to me, and um, uh, it, it's been an honor to work with all of them. But again, they're all of the same, uh, cut from the same mold as us. They, they, they like to stay active. They all have families. They all have a busy life. And uh, they're just trying to figure out the best way to stay above ground for as long as possible. And that's really what we're going to talk about on this show while having some fun as we do it. Yeah, yeah. Fun is the main thing. Uh, And you are core listeners because we're going to send this first episode out to a a bunch of our our friends and friends of friends to kind of give us some feedback. But uh, this is kind of what we're thinking. Uh, our Our future episodes will probably cover a bunch of different things, but probably zone in on maybe one or two things yep. per episode. Storytelling. Uh, we, we will be open to suggestions from you all as to what you want to hear. Sure. Uh, and then in the long run, our dream is once we get our website up and running, uh, Coach may put, we may do some some fitness videos to give you some tips. Yep. Uh, we got, he's got lots of great uh, willing subjects That's a to qu- subject to quality abuse. movement matters <laughs> quality movement matters and um, and, it, and it's hard especially when you're new to trying to get yourself in better shape especially when if you're if you're a, a couch or a chair dweller like many of us are the hips are tight the lower back hurts I, I know because I've had uh, lower back issues since I was 18 running track and, and football which kind of goes back into that early sports specialization. Um, the pounding that I took uh, early on still manifests to this day. Um, there's oh, yeah. things that I have to do with my lower back that uh, that go back to when I was 18 years old that most kids should not have to deal with, or most adults shouldn't have to do with for that long. Right. And um, so that's one of the one of, again one of the uh, the key things that we're going to talk about because as you age, trying to age well becomes really hard, but it's also um, extremely important. Yeah, and we are two guys who are trying to age well and have fun doing it. Uh, And we want to share that with you. And we hope you will enjoy your time with us and come back to listen to us and uh, give us your views. So uh, it's now uh, time for us to say adios for today, but we will. But we'll be back very soon. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Good stuff, man. Honey.
Did you hear it? Was it okay? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh, awesome. Thank you for saying that, even if you don't mean it. <laughs>